Hell yeah. You know what time of year it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what type of Christmas we rocking up in this household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kids going to know all about that shit. <laughs> what you want for Christmas? That's Quad City DJs, the 96 Boys. And K-Knock. you get more of that at the end. What's I up, y'all? discovered that lovely gem today. Yeah, Christmas hip-hop. <laughs> That's what it's all about. You could be listening to Mariah Carey. Or you also could be not listening a bad. Them, That's not a bad. You know, to them franchise boys singing some sort of Christmas <laughs> I shit. I need to find if they have one. <laughs> Everybody's got Christmas music. I didn't realize, apparently... Everybody drops a Christmas album. We were listening to Temptations Christmas. Yeah, I discovered this playlist on Apple Music because I was like, I don't want to listen to all the same shit. There's got to be some cool Christmas music. And lo and behold, I found a playlist and it's got the range from the rap all the way to Ariana Grande and the Temptations and the Beebster, um, B2K. B2K Christmas from I the mean, 90s. You know all like, about B2K. <laughs> so I need to go through it because it had some bangers on there. Just bangers, no mash. <laughs> wow, the rock is jacked. Um, all right, well, it is episode number eight, oh, I believe, right? I don't know. Eight? You're the mastermind. I'm pretty sure we're at eight, which is pretty cool because... It's close. You're at about week seven mm-hmm. of the pregnancy. So just kind of, you know, an episode ahead of the weeks of pregnancy that we're at. So that's that's pretty cool. Well, the Rock is jacked. Uh, the Rock is super jacked. Obviously, we have the TV on because it's Sunday. You know what that means. Football's on. Some good games today. We'll try not to be too distracted. Yeah. I think the Cardinals play tomorrow. Yep. Monday night. the Patriots. They're probably going to get their asses beat. Yep. Are they at home? No, oh, I don't know. I try not. If to. not, we have a chance to win, but yeah, we'll see. Anyways, this is the uh, Trying to Parent podcast. <laughs> uh, the countdown continues. Yes. Let's see. We'll be we will be moving back to Arizona in T minus nine days. Now, granted, we will be stopping in California for a few days, but nine days until we're leaving. That time, like. I think like a couple days ago, in the middle of last week, I was just like, oh my God, we have so much to do. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's coming up quick. And uh, yeah, I feel like, you know, we got some good amount of shit done today, mm-hmm. which is good, you know, getting stuff done, but it is definitely coming up quick. Uh, and then after nine days, we also have 43 days. Until we leave for Mexico. Ooh, so that's going to be nine days real quick. Yeah. I mean, that's going to come and go and we'll be like, holy crap. It's, it's time to go. It's time to go to Mexico. Oh We're my moving. Gosh. It's actually so, happening. Yeah. But before we get into everything else, actually, really quickly, we've been getting rid of a lot of shit, a lot of so clothes. We've been stuff. giving away so much stuff. We're really in this mode of like, how Maria Kant, what's her face? Like, instant decision. Keep it or let go. Like, oh, yeah. That's me. I'm like, does this bring me joy? No. Okay. Yeah. And I stress that stuff a lot to you. I know. Before, throughout our relationship, I'm like, I never even seen you in this or this, that, or the other thing. It's like, just get rid of it. There's no, no need for it. You won't even realize it's gone. It's like hoarder shit. They're like, but no, no, no. I'm going to need that. I know. Because I have. At some point in time, I'll open a can of tuna with a christmas santa claus can opener and yeah it's like no that's just a piece of shit that's a piece of garbage just throw it away or give i'm it away. bad about my clothes give it away give it away give it, give it away, away now, now. <laughs> I think somebody once famously saying um but even with clothes it's like well, we can just, i know, you know buy more clothes i have looked for a couple shirts and been like oh 
That's right. I got rid of that. And it made me sad for a little bit. And then a day later, I forgot about it again. Yeah. So, you know, less is more, especially when going over and starting this new lifestyle yeah in a new country definitely and especially being pregnant that was like a light switch went off and i was like i'm fucking never gonna wear this again Uh, this is never gonna look good on me again out with this out with this don't look good on you again (laughs) please stop thanks stop or for a while i should say a year and a half i'm always like Okay, well, you just uh, let me have it right now. I want to, I need it. I need it right now. Oh, yeah. Whether you're in clothes or out of clothes. That's Thanks. how we feel here. Thanks, baby. Oh, look at that. The Panthers beat Seattle. Good. Fuck the Seacocks. Jeez. Very aggressive. <laughs> okay. Uh, you want to get into our. Let's get social. Social media. Sure. Time to get social. All right. So, um, you guys know the deal. Yep. Go ahead and follow us on our social media Facebook and Instagram at trying the number two parent altogether. And then YouTube is trying space the number two space parent. And oh, please, um, you know, we definitely want to share our lovely podcast with everyone. So if you could rate us and subscribe and follow on whatever platform that you're listening to, it would really help us out. We would appreciate it. Yes, yes. Did you say Instagram? Instagram and Facebook are mm-hmm. the same, I guess. Yep. And then uh, feel free to send any and all comments, questions, hate mail, love mail, tips, tricks, Gifts, no, I'm just kidding, um, to our email at trying the number two parent podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, guys, currently the podcast is just. Well, it's normal size. It's, it's not it's not that that big. It's not. We love that guy. If you can't tell, we use that drop constantly. It's not that that big, but uh, with your guys support and subscribing and all of that other great stuff, it can be that that big um (laughs) you can always send us the questions by email like miss amanda said or this is crazy here's my number three six zero four five zero five zero zero eight nope definitely call us definitely or text we are always free yes if you want to send in a voicemail and hear yourself on the podcast, just send us a voicemail. Send us a voicemail. <laughs> Better be some good shit, though. Um, yeah. So, quick, quick fact right off the top. I know we were talking about this the other day, but mm-hmm. human babies are seventy-five percent water <laughs> at birth, and bananas are seventy-four percent water. So, basically. Our baby is a banana. How is my banana doing? <laughs> we just got a bunch of bananas today. I know we did. Basically just like picking up babies. <laughs> a lot of green ones, not ready yet. No, they just like the our banana baby, it's not ready yet. Yes. Um it's pretty good. Seven weeks, so um the baby is as big as lemon head candy. So we're we going into seven weeks. Weeks like this is the start of the seventh week. Yes. How does that work? Yes. So I okay. am basically, well, ugh, gosh, and this is kind of one of my frustrations of not being able to see the doctor because depending on when they calculate it, I'm either six weeks and five days or I'm seven weeks and one day. Very, very confusing. Yes. So it's either, okay. I'm assuming it's going to be the, six weeks and five days because that's actually from when i ovulated and the egg started to blossom into this lovely being what (laughs) exactly so okay yes the beginning of seven weeks to answer your question okay so like the size of a blueberry blueberry beagles love blueberries beagles love blueberries it actually mentioned that the baby was the size of a blueberry in my book that i'm reading and we'll talk about (laughs) some of that stuff later but nice size of a blueberry that is very similar to the size of a lemon head so yes well i would hope so because 
They're being used to describe the same time period. <laughs> I do love lemon heads. Good blueberries are good too, though. Yeah, I love good blueberries. So let's actually talk about some of the things in my book. So like I told you guys, I think last week, maybe even the week before that too, I'm reading We're Pregnant, The First Time Dad's Pregnancy Handbook by Adrian Culp. Pretty sure that's a man. Um, and I'm reading far past where we're currently at in our pregnancy so I can start reading other pregnancy books. But right here, first stat, baby stat, going into week seven. Your baby is as big as a blueberry hmm. and 10,000 times bigger than at conception. 10,000 10, times. I remember when we said it was the like size a, of a poppy seed. Yeah, just a little pin, just a little pin tip. Um, the entire skeleton has formed, yet it's still soft and palliable. Mm. Palliable. It's a good word. The brain is developing at a rate of 100 cells per minute. Wow. Not sure how many cells you have in your brain, but I know I've lost a few. <laughs> and the digestive system, kidneys, liver, appendix, and pancreas are helping with waste management. And the spleen is appearing. Oh, the spleen. Spleen. Is your little lemon head making waste? That seems like a very small <laughs> thing to be making waste. The nubs that will eventually form the arms and legs are continuing to grow and will soon divide into hands and feet. Oh. So it'll stop looking like a little... Yep. Yeah, just a little... <laughs> and start looking like a little thingy. Here we go. Some mom stats for you. Mom's uterus has doubled in size to accommodate the baby. Little lemonhead baby. I don't know how big a uterus normally is. Do you know? Oh my say? gosh. Like, is it like the size of an orange or? I saw something on one of my apps, kind of the size of the uterus right now, but I've looked at so many websites today. I don't. That's right. The placenta has now developed hair-like projections called villi or villi? V-I-L-L-I. Everybody knows I'm not good at reading. Uh, <laughs> that are transferring nutrients from mom to baby. Yep, the placenta is the powerhouse. So that's pretty cool. Uh, she might have... Okay, so I know we were you know, concerned about a little bit of this. It says she might have morning sickness and or food aversions. Now, no morning sickness for you yet, right? Correct. I, like, a week and a half ago, I had like a very very mild nausea when I would go too long without eating and that wasn't even like a nausea it was just kind of like I don't feel a hundred percent I should probably eat something but my appetite's been way down but as of um you know as of I guess the progression mm, not really experiencing that many symptoms besides my boobs are sore and I don't I always feel like they're not that sore and then we do the lying leg curls at the gym and then I'm like oh yeah I can't oh, yeah, lay on my boobs smashing your boobs yeah and I'm like oh, I'm not gonna do this um and then I go do something else but so I'm like oh I don't feel that pregnant and then I lay on my boobs I'm like okay well they definitely hurt <laughs> yeah so I don't know out <clears throat> excuse me out there listeners ladies when you know what what was your first pregnancy or second or whatever pregnancy like as far as nausea? Like, was it something that you experienced at that seven week mark? Was it earlier? Was it later? I know everybody's different. Yeah, no pregnant, no two pregnancies are the same. I thought all pregnancies were the same. Yeah. Same, same. Same, same, but different. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, call in, text in, let us know. Let Amanda know that she is not alone in the fact that she's not really seeing these type of symptoms and it's not really something that she should be concerned or worried about. Maybe I'm just a unicorn and pregnancy will be super easy. I mean, I couldn't give you COVID and I was spitting in your mouth. <laughs> Spit in your ass too. I don't know. Just <laughs> we tried all ankles. Yeah. So you're, ver you know, true. Reverse to that. So yeah, hmm. it's cause I take my vitamins every single day. <laughs> that must be it. Uh, yep. That's it. But you have kind of had a little bit of food aversions here and there. Like we were talking about salad the other day and you're like, oh my God, salad sounds disgusting. Yeah, I normally, so Monday through Friday, I normally have a salad for lunch basically every day. And I let almost two bags of salad go bad last week because salads just do not sound good to me anymore. 
Um, although we did have one for dinner tonight. I had a very small one, but it was the light Caesar. So it was like my woo fancy salad. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, getting some stuff, maybe yeah. not other things. Yeah. Um, here we go. Soon you should have a sixth sense that emerges and that's super smell. Super smell. So talk about that in a second, but uh, pregnancy cravings might start. Have you noticed craving anything, anything specific? Mm, nope. I will say this isn't a craving, but you know how one day I just randomly started making those shakes in the morning? Mm -hmm. I think it was that weekend I found out that I was pregnant. Hmm. I don't know what, like, not, like nothing sounds good. Like besides, even when I made those noodles, like as I was cooking them, I'm like, this doesn't sound good to me anymore. Like nothing really sounds like, mm, I really want to eat that. That sounds good. Like, I mean, I'll, that could be food aversions right there. Like you're just like, huh, appetite is not, yeah, not there. But those shakes consistently bomb. So, mm. okay. Whatever that means. <laughs> so let's see here. It says some family goals as the home CEO, which is me. <laughs> I should be freshening up the house because that super smell is no joke. And they talk about, think about doing some deep cleaning around the house, rent or buy a steam cleaner. So we'll be doing that to clean our carpets because we will be moving out of our home. But my first thought went to, our home that we're going to be moving into I told them where to our get renters the, are at. I told them to get the carpets clean. I God knows they had a farm <laughs> over there. So hopefully that doesn't stink. Oh. if so, your super smell should be on point here at in least the in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, a the couple of weeks. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll be like, I can't even live here. <laughs> no, I'm Looks just like kidding. I'm going to have to start taking the trash cans out. They're telling me to expand my cooking repertoire, find different ways to cook produce, try roasting root vegetables like beets or baby carrots, <laughs> maybe even Brussels sprouts or cauliflower. Hmm. Interesting. Think about that. Bonding time. Here we go. Dine al fresco. If it's nice outside, research some regional or state parks in our area. Chances are they have some easy trails that you could take on. If you want to combine both ideas, roll up a blanket and pack some sparkling water, hard cheese, not soft cheese, nope. and some crackers, and you've got yourself a date. Well, mm. we know it ain't fucking picnic time out here. Uh, nope, it's the but wrong luckily, time of the year. we're going somewhere where it's the perfect time of year. Yes. <laughs> so, maybe we'll do a little picnic in Arizona. Uh, I want to climb a mountain. You want to climb a mountain? The Tempe I one? know a mountain, yes. Yeah. I know that you're referring to a mountain, not a mountain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thank you. For, thank you. I would for like to climb a mountain. <laughs> Verse. I would like to climb a mountain in Tempe by ASU. Yeah. A lot of A's out there. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Did you have anything that you wanted to add in thus far? Uh, no, not yet. All right. Well, Nina's probably going to get excited. Yep. How about we do? Something. Oh, I guess uh, we could talk about the thing I just scheduled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So speaking of speaking of kind of my lack of symptoms. Well, that, that'll lead us into this. So. Nina loves this song. I don't know if you guys can hear her tale. Well, of course, she stops it. Let's stop now. <laughs> Nina loves that song. Okay, highs and lows. Go ahead and start it off. Oh, uh, well, gosh. My, I guess my high, one of my highs would be that, when did we book our, our first month? Uh, that was this week. Okay. Yeah. We booked our first month of the place we're going to be staying in Playa. 
Um, so we got that time figured out. I've been doing a lot of research this week and just kind of learning, um, you know, things about the tolls and just kind of what route to take. And changed our route up. Yeah, we changed our route. So just it's like we're going to fucking El Paso. <laughs> going to El Paso. <laughs> Um, so yeah, just a very informational week. I feel like it was very productive. Um, and then my low, I have two lows. Ooh, you might have to give me another high then as well. Okay. I really want to balance it out. Okay. Double well, the high here. is, is we saw another high is that we saw Sarah and Jorah last night. That was nice. Yes. Um, so that will probably be the last time that we'll see them. So it's very nice. Um, okay, so my first low is that I had to drive three hours round trip to go get a bill of sale notarized for the trailer. Yeah, that's been a that's been a hassle. Um, uh, yeah, hopefully this will. I'd. It's not necessarily that I need it, but I might need it. So I'd rather have it than not have it and be like fuck. So the dude, luckily we're still in contact with the dude. So he was super cool. Um, there's been this whole story about the trailers, but hopefully I can get it resolved in Arizona. I can get a bonded title and that will, that will be that. Um, it shouldn't be that much money either. So that's good. Um, and my other low is I have just been kind of generally concerned of my lack of symptoms and I don't know. I just feel like I get a little, like, little cramps, I guess, here and there, um, which are completely normal. Like, that's just a normal thing. But I just don't feel like I, I don't feel like I'm pregnant. And that kind of has been concerning me the last week because I think that's kind of when I started being like, I'm not feeling any worse unless I'm a fucking unicorn. I should be feeling something. Um, so I got an email, from, well, I don't know, one of my apps that I'm a part of, one of my pregnancy tracking apps, they sent, they sent me spam emails constantly, ads and stuff like that, that they're affiliated with. But one of them was LabCorp and it was like, Hey, monitor or, you know, confirm your pregnancy with the HCG blood test, um, which I had initially asked my OB about when I found out I was pregnant and obviously they won't see me until I'm 10 weeks. So, um, so we scheduled the blood test. It will be Wednesday. And I'm really hoping my HCG levels are in the normal range and I can kind of stop worrying about it. The normal range. The normal okay. range of 7,000 to 220,000 yeah, <laughs> for I seven weeks. I don't know how that stuff fluctuates. I mean, let's just hope that you're over 7,000. And if you are... There's a good chance that you'll be between 7,000 and 200 and whatever thousand. Yeah. So your HCG levels are supposed to double every 48 hours. So I don't, they, six weeks, your range is like, I don't know, 2,000 to 50,000. Week seven, it's 7,000 to 200,000. So I'm hoping I'm just above the six week range and then I'll feel a lot better about myself. But I don't know if pregnancy is just going to be super easy so far or something's wrong but hopefully i'm just a badass and everything's yep. fine hopefully i think i think that's what it is so my highs would be since you gave two i'll give two as well <laughs> found this awesome piece of uh what's that cake I've been eating <laughs> key lime pie. Key lime pie. No, I think you talked about it last Did week. Did I talk about it last week? <laughs> well, it blows my mind every time I eat it. He it's literally so ate delicious. it right before we were, we ate started it right before recording we did the podcast. I'm like, this is as good every single time I have it. I'm like, oh my god, this is incredible. <laughs> so I'll have to, you know, post that on uh, the social media so you guys can also get your some. It comes in packs of like two pieces of pie. And they come frozen. It's perfect to avoid overeating. Yeah. Because Lord knows I eat one and I'm like, what's the big deal? I, I could eat like another more. four of these. But uh, it comes frozen and I eat it basically right out of the freezer. And so it's like key lime pie ice cream mm -hmm. with the, the crust that they do. Like the bottom portion is 
delicious. It's, it's just fantastic. Anyways, every time I eat that, it's going to be a high. <laughs> uh, my next high is we started my IUL last week. Oh, yes. That's and right. so I now have a vehicle for retirement that we've put into place. And, you know, soon we'll have... Amanda's in place and once it's been five years since my DUI (laughs) yeah if you want to get one reach out to us I'll hook you up they are incredible policies tax-free retirement policies that also provide you with a life insurance you know a death benefit so way way better than 401ks or anything like that Mm -hmm. they are impossible to lose money on and they are completely safe and like I said tax-free so that's awesome but uh the way that we have that illustrated out it's going to bring us back about, at time of retirement, about $82,000 a year tax-free. Yep. And I'm starting from having zero things for my retirement working for me right now. So this is starting at age 30 and going for the next 35 years. So if you are my age, younger than me, or a little bit older than me, there is still hope. And that's funny because my 401k that currently has $50,000 is projecting... If I continue putting $1,000 a month into it, including Social Security, which is $2,500 a month or something, I don't know. It's like projecting $75,000. And that's before taxes. No, that's, I might have a Roth, so mine's tax-free. Gotcha, gotcha. But I've had that for... I, I mean, know. you're starting I was from like 25 and yeah, I had so 50. <laughs> if I just put an extra 50 grand in this would be way ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. There's Thank better God. options. Out I'm, there. I'm glad you, you got that started because us together are going to be fucking balling out. We will definitely be balling out that 50K going into annuity. Some of this other stuff we're doing. Uh, when I get my IUL. Yeah, it's going to. Our fucking baby's going to be balling. Oh, wait. I have a drop for this. You got a drop for everything. Of course I do. And it's not normal size. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where is it? Hold them off. Hold them off. Yeah. So the, the, the illustration. Oh, that's oh. going to be good. Oh, that's going to be good. That retirement's going to be good. Yeah. A lot Ooh. of stuff going on. Ooh. So those are my highs. My low is obviously seeing you be worried about you know, this whole thing and whether you're pregnant or not, or, you know, I guess whether you've had a miscarriage or not. And it's been frustrating not being able to get to the doctors and all that shit with just the timing of this and everything that's happened. But, you know, don't want you to worry too much because it took us 11 months to get to this point. And if something happened, then, you know, we'll do whatever we got to do to Get it back again. Yep. All in all in due time. At least, so. I guess something, I mean, it, it, that kind of makes me feel better about it. Unless you're doing something crazy, the reason that people miscarry is literally, like, because the baby wouldn't survive. Like, there's too many chromosomes or something. It's not like mm. there's a perfectly healthy baby that just passes unless you're doing at, like, factors such as, like, you know, drugs or drinking heavily or something to damage yourself you're not doing that stuff <laughs> i mean <laughs> i get up in the middle of the night and i go to raise got, yeah, <laughs> got a little stash of cocaine right next to the bed that i like to do man i'm not sleeping well you know what let me just hit a bump now i'm not sleeping at all yeah, right so. no so i mean it kind of makes me feel better like it, it would suck but you know it ha- every it happened if it were to happen it would happen for a very logical reason and not just because oh i don't know like so i don't know the the facts behind it make me feel better like okay well if that it wasn't the right one that one wouldn't have survived anyway so let's move on but you know not saying that that's gonna happen but positive thoughts yeah positive, positive thoughts. thoughts positive thoughts oh, oh, oh um okay well let's stick in that same realm of being pregnant and what do you think in your eyes the ideal age is to get pregnant be pregnant i guess 
That's an interesting question. I mean, I don't know. Kind of, I I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. Um, I mean, there's certain health factors that increase the older that you are. They say, you know, 35, you start to become high risk. Oh, Nina, your head. Um, but then there's also factors that saying maybe being 35 isn't that bad, and it's more like 37. Things like that. Um, yeah, she just smashed her face on that. Jeez. <laughs> poor <laughs> I saw baby. It. I know, poor Nina. Um, I, I don't know. I really, I really have to think all depend on your situation. I mean, I love, um, I wish, I wish we would have met like a year or two earlier or started dating a year or two earlier. I don't think, or maybe if we, I would have got pregnant when we first started trying. Um, cause those of you who, it, you know, if this is your first uh, episode that you're chiming in on. I made this 47. <laughs> She's like old. It. No, I'm 33. Um, Sean and I started dating my 29th birthday, basically. Um, and then we got married my 32nd, mm-hmm. basically, birthday. Um, so... I think when we first started dating, I was like, I want to have a kid at 32 and then another one at 35. Like that was kind of like my rough draft of how I projected my life. But obviously. I would prefer them to be a little closer in age. So like 32 and 34. Yeah. So if we're putting one out at 30. I'll be right right before my 34th birthday. So then it'll have to be like 36. Anyways, Mm. the, the question is like. Really, how old would you like to be? How much older than your kids would you like to be? Because I know my daddy just turned 60 and I'm 30, so I'm about 30 years. He's about 30 years older than me. That seems like a, you know, a fun gap. You meet people with younger parents. Yeah. And then you meet people with older parents. Yeah. And just kind of thinking like, hmm, what do I want that difference to be? When my kid's 15, I'm 45, like... Well, I don't really have a choice. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. I mean, it'll be like your mom. Your mom's 64 and you're 30. So it'll literally be... I'm literally your mom. Yet again, I am exactly like your mom. Yep. (laughs) Spot on. So she had... spot on. She was pregnant with me when she was 33. So we're literally... Well, same track. The same track, except it would be like you were your sister, the first child, you know? Yep. Wow. Okay. Well, I feel like you're, you know, you're obviously, your parents are very active. Yeah, my mom isn't like retarded or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I said active. Oh. <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wish I were a little bit younger a couple years, but, you know. It is what it is, and we're we're in a good fin a, a better financial spot, and um, yeah, we're definitely getting into better financial spot. I mean, it's getting better and better. So yeah, and I feel like our maturity is maturity is a big thing. I mean, being I'm, able to do all the traveling and stuff that we did, and kind of living some life before, and then going into parenting. And then coming out of parenting and still have time, you know, to live life and everything. Yeah, just adjusting our our traveling ways. Um, I know that will be a whole topic that, you know, I'm excited to explore on this podcast, kind of talk about our future adventures of traveling with our children and, um, you know, the joys of in- introducing them to new cultures and, and things like that. So I'm really excited that we created this podcast and I'm really excited for just the the tales and the knowledge and the tips and um, our experiences that we're going to get to share with everyone. Yeah. And then the awesome people that we're going to meet, you know, we'll be able to do podcasts with other friends, just people that we meet that, you know, whether it's in person or whether it's people calling in and stuff, sharing experiences, talking about how they travel with their kids, how they've moved around the world and, you know, just kind of sharing that information with you guys. Cause I know a lot of people, think doing something like that is very difficult. It seems like every person that we talk to, 
And we're like, oh, yeah, we travel a lot. And they're like, well, you better do it before you have kids. And we've traveled so many places and seen so many people with their kids traveling that it's like, well, obviously, if these fucking people can do it, we can do it. Like, sure, it may be more difficult than doing it solo with each other, but it's obviously not impossible. Not impossible. And I think you just, and I think you start from the beginning. That way it's like, you don't know any better. Like, I I mean, obviously we know what it's like to travel without kids, but if you start like, like, oh, this is just our life now. Like you will adjust and adapt to whatever you need to. Yeah. And if you're traveling around a lot, like if you have a lot of experience like we do traveling without kids, then you know the difficult parts of traveling. And so you're more prepared when you're traveling with kids, like what type of issues may arise or as far as transportation and just, you know, that type of stuff, missing flights, like all of that type of shit. So yeah, I'm excited to, like you said, share with people and then learn a lot from other people, whether there are friends who are calling in and informing us about their parenting tips and tricks or seriously anything like that, because much like uh, this insurance job that we're doing, it's a never ending learning process. You're just like, oh, wow, there's so much more information I could be learning. So yeah. we, we are planning on you guys helping us out a lot. I just came across this sweet little drop that I think you're going to love oh. because oh, this no. was, no, this was one of our favorites. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nina likes it. <laughs> yeah, that's Mark Ruffalo, baby. Guys don't know I'm looking up. That guy's amazing. Oh my gosh. Anyways, that was a classic. That was a good one. So where are we? Where are we here? We talked about uh oh yeah, the ideal age to have a baby. So, you know, we've decided not really an ideal age, but for us I think we're exactly, you know, kind of where we want to be. Yep. We as far as age goes. Yeah. We did checked. I saw this crazy fact on, I'm pretty sure, I always want to call it Uber Eats, but it's not Uber Eats. (laughs) Uber Facts. Uber Facts. Same, Um, same. They really stole the market with that Uber word. Yeah. Uh, It says, it's estimated that 80% of women throughout history have reproduced, while only 40% of men have. Out of all the women there's ever been, approximately... 80% have reproduced. Only 40% of all the men there have ever been have reproduced. Does that mean the men are just knocking up different chicks? I don't know what that means. That's weird. Yeah, I had to think more into it too. It started making my brain hurt a little bit trying to think. (laughs) I'm like, so who's getting more nookie? Like, is it women that are going out there and... Doing it or well, they d- got to be doing the same dudes, yeah. right? P- the men just got multiple baby mamas. That's what it is. Yeah. But then wouldn't they be? That's true. Maybe one dude is impregnating like seven chicks. So they're all Nick Cannons. So it's what? Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of Nick Cannons out there. So that's one dude that's reproduced, but he's taken up seven chicks. <laughs> Nick Cannon. Jeez, Nick. He has like 12 or 13 kids now. So yeah, that was like to five date. baby mamas while people are pregnant at the same time. And so, yeah, it's, be, it's gonna be real interesting being that kid's or that guy's kids. Kid. Like, oh, I got all these half siblings. And you're like, yeah, you know, we're rich and everything, but my dad is like 18 other people's dad. <laughs> so, so we never see him because he's yeah. got, we get two minutes on a Friday. But, he pays my mom a lot of money every month, so that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Stupid show, The Masked Singer. The Masked Singer. I fucking hate that show. Never watched it, but I hate it. Oh, yeah. Okay, do you want to jump into uh, a product of the week? I know we were talking about your compression stockings that you have not yet got, <laughs> but. Oh, yeah. So, this is just something. Um, something that came across on my what to expect app saying like 13 things your doctor wants to tell you 
while you're pregnant. So number six was you should really consider wearing support hose while you're pregnant. Um, so like compression stockings. So a lot of pregnant women get varicose veins during pregnancy, which are like kind of the spider veins normally in your lower limbs, like your ankles, your, the back of your knees, um, your calves, maybe sometimes on your thighs. Um, they, they go away or become less noticeable once you've given birth. Um, but I know like my mom has them on her legs. I know that she's very self-conscious of them. Um, which I'm assuming I'm going to be just like her (laughs) in a lot of pregnancy ways. Um, I think that's hereditary, although I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, there's definitely, um, things that you can, you can do to help kind of prevent very close veins. And one of them is wear maternity support hosiery, um, hosiery, hosiery. (laughs) So they put pressure on your legs, um, that stimulate the blood flow up the leg towards the heart. Um, but you got to make sure that you're not wearing them too tight because then you obviously you'll, you'll cut off the circulation. Um, but yeah, there's also some tips that you can do to help kind of avoid, uh, varicose veins and that's avoid sitting or standing in the same position, Mm -hmm. um, avoid wearing high heels, um, just because it uh, works your calf muscles, fostering healthy, healthy circulation. Um, Wait, 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 you said... Avoid wearing high heels. It's better to wear low heels or flats as this works your calf muscles, fostering healthy circulation. High heels don't work your calf muscles? I mean, they. I don't know what... Why I'm literally reading this. Why word. does everybody's calves look like, bam, in high heels? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Interesting. the higher the heel, the more the calf workout. Yeah, that, that one's interesting. Hey, remember, guys, we're just... This is on the American Pregnancy Association, so... That seems... That seems legit. It's AmericanPregnancy.org. Um, yeah, avoid crossing your legs while sitting. That one's going to be real tough for me because I sit with my legs crossed yeah, 24-7. Really t- I'm going to be, I told her I'm going to get a spray <laughs> bottle and every time she's fucking crossing her legs, I'm like, hey, no, no, spray, spray, spray. Spray, spray. Um, another, some other ways to avoid varicose veins. Uh, uh, periodically elevate your legs. Also improves circulation. You can sleep on your left side. Um, this helps relieve pressure on the inferior vena cava. Um, I'm already a left sleeper, so that's good news for me. And they, they say when you're pregnant, sleeping on the left side is actually um, better as far as you the pressure on your organs, too. Um, I only sleep on my side, so that'll be good. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, and then, obviously, um, reducing sodium intake to minimize the, the swelling of your veins and, you know, drinking lots of water and uh, to get fiber and preventing constipation. Constipation's no good. No. I definitely, so. that's, yeah, that's one of the, I guess, pregnancy symptoms I have is I instantly stopped becoming regular. I really feel like bidets help because any t- time I've ever felt like I was con. I was going to say confident, <laughs> constipated. Uh, you just, just spray your asshole. Spray your asshole. Stimulate yep. stimulate that asshole. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that that tends to help. Plus, maybe you could just shoot the piece of shit off. Yeah. That aggressive stream I, of water. Yep. Trust me. That's so. Well, you know, I, we got to make sure we bring those to Mexico. Yeah, I'm definitely taking those. Those off. tenants don't get our bidets. Not a chance. <laughs> They're probably like, I'm renting this house because they have bidets. So I guess that was your Yeah, my product. <laughs> my product that I haven't actually, if I find a pair that I like, obviously. But that's, uh, doctor, well, I guess his articles recommend starting it as soon as possible to minimize them. Don't wait until you already have them to get the pantyhose. Mm-hmm. And that, folks, is our Try it out. product of the week. Of the week. Try that shit out. Oh, parenting around the world. So I've got another little parenting mm. interesting thing. You remember last week my one was from Kenya where the they don't look them in the eyes. Don't look their children in the eyes. Gosh. Super uncomfortable. Yeah. Um this week is from Bali. Bali. Seeing as we were just in Bali celebrating Suksamo. Suksamo, Suksamo. Mawali. Mawali. Nina likes Bali, apparently. Yep, she's really getting <laughs> excited. It's okay, stay there, you're good. Okay, so, Bali, preserving sacred traditions. Mm. 
Babies truly are a blessing, especially for parents on the Indonesian island of Bali, where they are thought to be too holy to even touch the ground for the first three months. As many of the locals practice Hinduism, they believe that babies are reincarnations of their own ancestors. On the baby's 105th day, parents in Bali hold an elaborate ceremony known as Tulubulana. At the end of the ceremony, the baby is able to touch the ground for the very first time. Wow. Is that why everyone wants to hold your baby? Yeah, they're like, give me your baby. And then they, they pretend to like put it on the ground. No. <laughs> they're like, fuck your baby. You're they touching the ground. No. do love babies out there, though. I mean, those people love other people's babies. No. Just holding babies and I stuff. So Bali. I love Asia in general. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. That is cool. I'm excited for all these Mexican people to hold their baby. Yeah, hopefully like, they hey. hopefully they like babies in Playa. Oh, they do. Abuelita. Abuelita, <laughs> you didn't bring any Taco Bell for your abuelita. It wasn't Taco Bell. It was KFC. Oh, the $5 fill-up? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> so we already talked about your tits hurting. Uh, talked about stuff from my book. Oh, we practiced... Driving the trailer today. Oh, and boy, yes, that let was me a tell you, <laughs> we're getting better. <laughs> what was that you asked? <laughs> getting better at it. Oh my gosh, that should have been the high. I've, gosh, my mind is like all over the place. We, that was only a couple hours Uh-oh, ago. Oh, pregnancy brain sending <laughs> Yeah, so boy, let me tell you, we were struggling. Well, not so much. We hooked a trailer up. We went over into the Winco parking lot, found some space, and we haven't been able to do a whole lot of driving with it, so we haven't been practicing. Yeah. And we're like, wow, this is going to be a real issue when it's time <laughs> to do anything with the trailer. So we should probably learn exactly how to, you know, fucking back this thing Get up. It to the go only in time the direction you that want. we tried to back it up is into the driveway, and all of those times... We're terrible. It's been very bad. <laughs> so... We've been meaning to go practice, so we go over and we practice, and I start out by doing it. We watch a YouTube video first, and they're like, yeah, just grab the wheel by the bottom, and the way that you turn it is the way that's going to go. So if you grab the wheel at the bottom, and you turn the steering wheel to the left, the trailer's going to go to the left. If you turn it to the right, it's going to go to the right. But like that's the extent of the information that they give you. So I go out there and practice, and I'm like moving it to the left a little bit, and then I'm just moving it to the right a little bit. And doesn't seem to be working very well. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's switch it up. You go ahead and try. And so Amanda gets into it. And I fucking killed it. And she fucking killed it right off the bat. And she's like, no, you just got to do little movements like this with the wheel. Like, and I'm like, like, you're not doing little <laughs> movements at all. You are taking the wheel and it's fucking spinning all the way and around. And that's how I thought when you were driving. I was like, those around. are not little movements. But you, but you just got to go back and forth. So you turn it. And then you go back and then you turn it and then you go back and then it's kind of this sway motion. And I think that's how you can move it without getting it to jackknife. Yeah, because what you're really doing, you're turning the wheel so much so that the, your car's tires turn dramatically, which is able to cut the trailer back, you know. But then you got to move your tires you need- back before the yeah. trailer starts. So. I think our initial ish, initial um, thing where we were keeping the wheel turned for too long before we started to correct it. Mm-hmm. But we fucking got that shit down. Yeah, we figured it out. We even backed it into the driveway with cars parked in front of our house. With Yeah, so not a whole lot of room. I would say not even two cars lengths next to each other like as far as width-wise. We were able to pull up right past the driveway. Amanda was able to back it in. Oh, it's, you know, I had to like four or five point turn it, but. But normally we'd get it somewhat in the driveway and then we just unhook it and roll that bitch in there. <laughs> and then manually spin it around. Yeah. So. Yes. You know. I felt Here's way. The deal, man. Here's the deal, man. We're getting much better at this. Way better. We'll, so. We might have to do a little bit again. Shout out to us. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Charles. Feeling good. Feeling good. <laughs> Nobody wants to be that asshole that uh, has no fucking idea what they're doing. And of course, as soon as I tried uh, to pull the 
the trailer up, our neighbor, like both cars, they both leave in their different cars and like go around me. And then the mailman comes. I'm like, oh my, oh my God, why it is everyone? Never, <laughs> it does not cease. It always happens. You're like, I mean, anytime in a I have the trailer right now, we've only moved this trailer twice or three times. And every time there's like been no one around. Four and cars. Then there's and so like, many cars. Oh, look at this. Everybody needs to come down this street that nobody goes down but us and a few other cars because we're the only ones that live there. There's no other entry point. Fuck, there. man. They're just waiting for us. So, so funny. Getting good at that. So we're, we're feeling much more confident. Luckily, we leave in nine days. So maybe we can get, you know, another thing of practice in. But good job. Doing good. You guys are doing good. <laughs> um, Let's. Oh, really quickly. I wanted to. Because we have a baby on the way, and this is a parenting podcast, and these are things that are going to happen all the time. I want you to rank in order of best to worst mm-hmm. bodily fluids getting mm-hmm. on you. So just bodily things that the baby may have getting on you, whether that be spit, pee. Well, spit or spit up? Vomit? Spit up and vomit are different. So you have just baby drool. You've got shit. You've got pee. You've got spit up. You've got throw up. It goes baby drool, pee, spit up, poop, and then vomit from best to worst. We're on the same page. That's exactly how I'm at. I, some people are a little iffy about the poo. Poop doesn't really uh, freak me out. Now, granted, the baby's first couple of poos probably will because they're supposed to be black. They're tar. Yeah, and I'm gonna be like, oh my god, that's disgusting. But vomit is that's a very hard one for me. Yeah, it's not not even Nina's. Yeah, it's vomit is it's gross. hard. <laughs> How do you guys handle when your baby's just vomiting, puking? Like, not even just as a baby, like a little little kid or something. Like, puke is just so disgusting. If my kid shit his pants, I'd be like, hey, man, I've done it too. Like, you know, not a huge deal. We'll get that taken care of. But puking all over yourself, I used to, I mean, we were just on a flight and some kid was, remember that one kid that was just <laughs> oh my puking God. there? Her, her. I don't think she was puking as much as she was making the sounds. Yeah, they make the sounds. Like, <sighs> it sounded like torture. Oh, but I know the poor girl. Yeah. Puking is, mm. is tough. So yeah. They say it's like instinct. It's like the adrenaline of like flight or, fight or flight. Like, like I have oh, to do this. This is, is my yeah. this is my child. I got to do it. It's in pain. Yeah. Hmm. Hopefully. It's talking about body fluids and gross stuff like that why do you think holding your farts in hurts your stomach so much because it's gas yeah but i mean your stomach doesn't hurt really when you have farts like i want to know what happens (laughs) when the fart is ready to come out of the chamber and you don't and then it just like you always hear that you always hear that sound and it goes back into your stomach it's like (laughs) you're like uh-oh, did my body just absorb that fart that was supposed to come out? <laughs> what happens like if that fart was supposed busted. to be really bad? Like a really stinky one. Does it make your insides hurt more? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I'm sure, it's like I'm I sure really Google has an answer. I'll have to funny. look at that. My farts are bad at night. Like You've been building up a lot of gas. I don't know what it is. Like I don't fart that much during the day and then at night. For the last couple months, the last two months, I'll say my, as soon as I lay down, I'm like, I can't stop it. Can <laughs> and the, they're bad. Can the baby fart inside you? I don't know. And if it does, does that like, does that come out of your asshole or does it come out like a queef? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, it doesn't work like that. Does it? So they will generate waste. And I think it goes. Does it go into the umbilical pl- cord? The, I I don't know. Where does their waste go? Enough into it, I think it either um, gets absorbed by the sac, the gestational sac, or maybe the placenta. Hmm. Um, 
I'm not sh- I'm not exactly sure how that works. Google. Yeah, we'll have to look that up of how that works. I do know babies generate waste. I know they pee and stuff. We'll have that information growing. for you guys next next podcast. Yeah, that's a good question because I don't know. Yeah, because I thought it came out like a queefer. No, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> no, I do that not. Would be expel the baby's stuff for their behalf. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, baby's right here. It comes. <laughs> Like, just kidding, that one's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't they say, they said somewhere in my book that you're going to be starting to fart a lot more mm-hmm. and they could get bad and they're like, don't make them feel bad about it. My farts are already bad, so I don't, I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> they can be pretty bad. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> Oh, no. No, I don't like that at all. That sounds more to me like a turd that she's throwing No. I don't like it. That's going to make me throw up. Okay. (laughs) I don't like it. What about this? Sup, fool? (laughs) Sup, fool? Or this? Want to talk some shit? Asian niggas. Oh, sorry. Some of these old drops. Some of the Kill drops me. from our center, House of Center. Sorry, guys. Kill me. All right. Sorry. Well, Don't I, judge us for our, our drops. Hey, no. These are the type of parents we are. <laughs> oh, another high of the week. Ah, do I want to save it? But it happened this week. You got the alien. Ah, I got thing. alien stream. So really quick, tell them previously what we were using. Because we've been looking at new ways to get access to our TV and our favorite shows and stuff while we're in Mexico uh, because things are not, you know, the same. Yeah. So we have been using this one uh, TV streaming service that my friend up here in Portland, his friend started it. It's called Vibes TV. Um, it's like 65 bucks a month. You can access it all over the world. You can watch pay-per-view. You can watch uh, NFL ticket. Um, you can access your lo- like local channels like your normal comcast or cox or whatever like tv lineup um but it was it had some buffering issues and it didn't have yeah, it the just, office like it was just okay like <laughs> it was the okay. games worked most of the time but there were times usually cardinals games usually where the cardinals games didn't want to fucking work yeah. that well and you know we we're like the, the ufc fights worked pretty well yeah, most, most of the, of the time. time and but again, we're just like, all right. It was kind of yeah. like an IPTV service. Um, and I don't know anything about those. So I didn't know, like my friend told me about this one. And I was like, oh, that sounds dope. Because pay-per-views are normally like $80 a piece. And I can only pay 65 bucks a month. So that sounded like a good deal. But then looking into it and like um, people on our Mexico pages talk about like expat TV, which is kind of an IPTV service. But you can only watch pay-per-view channels or pay-per-view recordings the next day and not live and so my one of my best friends brian's was telling me about his dad had this like box and he paid like 10 bucks a month and had like i don't know thirty thousand channels channels. yeah billion channels and so he finally told me about it and it's alien streams so it's iptv service and it's not a box it's just a subscription and so we signed up for it um, a couple nights ago, get them to be a sponsor of the podcast. Oh my! Well, not really, because I don't think it's legal. <laughs> okay, and uh, let's just scratch that part. Oh, uh, um, but yeah. So we downloaded that and tried it out. They got a twenty-four hour office chat. They got a twenty-four hour, literally every TV show you can possibly imagine, where they literally just run all day. Dude, there's 24-hour shows that... They have 24-hour movie channels of, like, Bruce Willis, Bruce Lee. 24-hour Dragon Ball Z, 24-hour Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Like, all of these... Yeah. Just... Family Guy, American Dad, like... Awesome shows that were like, we love these fucking shows. I'd love it if they were on when I want them to be on. (laughs) Well, now we got access to the 24-hour... I need to check if they have rocket power. Oh, I'm sure they have everything but yeah so this one's way better so um we're gonna you know i we used it a little briefly to watch some football games i happen to like try and search for things like the one time that there was like an outage for 30 minutes 
And so I called Brian. I was like, hey, ask your dad. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I ch- I looked here, 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 here. So I, he, he put me on the three-way with him and his dad. And his dad's like, yeah, the servers were down today, like, randomly for 30 minutes. Like, that hardly ever happens. And I was like, oh, great. I thought I did something wrong. <laughs> because when we were on the phone and I went through them, they were all working. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we didn't need to have this conversation. But he was so nice. He was telling me all this stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to cancel the other stuff. But this one's way better. And yeah. the streaming quality was great. HGTV buffered, you know, buffed a couple times, but then it, it kind of evened out. Um, it's not really made for uh, Apple TV. It's more of a fire stick thing. So we have it on the Apple team in our, in our living room, which may or may not be th- the app that I'm using that was causing some difficulties with the buffering. I don't know enough about it. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it also has access to like a ton of porn channels. Yeah, so if you guys like watching that stuff while you're doing it, then... This might be the thing for you. And it's only 10 bucks a month, so. There's like two or 300 porn channels. Have a lot of time to watch them. So (laughs) that'll be cool. (laughs) Anyways, let's wrap it up with last little thing here. I saw this. I was following this couple and they posted nine rules for a happy marriage. Mm. See how we're doing in our marriage here. And we'll leave you with this, you guys. Nine rules for a happy marriage that last. Number one, be comfortable but not complacent. Number two, follow through on all small promises. Don't make your partner your parent. Oh. That's some wisdom right there. Number three, express love and affection daily. I think we're pretty good at that. I think we're pretty good at all three of those things so far. I don't feel like we've even held hands while recording yes, this podcast. <laughs> yeah, when we were talking about some of the sadder stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like sometimes I get a little complacent, but then I also realize that I'm getting complacent and I'm able to snap back out of it. Uh, number four: Be humble enough to apologize. And boy, have I learned that over the last couple of years of my life. It is a couple years that we've been together. <laughs> yeah, more so. That. I mean, really, kind of when we started dating, I'm not saying it was you, but just coming into that maturity portion of my life where it's like, you just got to apologize when you're wrong. And, you know, the faster you do it, the better it is. And uh, I don't feel like I really ever struggled with admitting. No. I mean, maybe when I was like a teenager, like, oh, I'm never wrong. I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, but I mean, you get in fights in relationships. You feel like you're never wrong, but there's definitely times yeah. that you could be wrong. Yeah. I'm sure you've gotten a lot of arguments in your relationships before. So. It's just so we never argue. So I don't know what that's like anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true, people. A lot of people come to us for relationship advice. We're actually starting a relationship advice podcast. <laughs> Maybe I'll come next. I don't know. Let's work on the kid one first. Yeah. (laughs) They'd be like, wow, these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, Okay. So that was number four. Number five, discuss your needs and wants often. Don't expect each other to guess. And I think we do that pretty well. You're often asking, you know, hey, are you still happy? You need me to be doing anything or this, that, or the other thing. So Mm -hmm. again, this all kind of falls into five love languages, just kind of knowing Yeah, and those will change over time. So you have to have that conversation of like, hey, I need more acts of service and not words of affirmation or Mm -hmm. I need more touch and less gifts or, you know, whatever. Yep. And this one will be big for us, obviously. Um, Prioritize prioritize time together without your kids. Mm -hmm. Basically, fuck them kids. And we're going out for tacos and tequila. (laughs) So, you know, we'll find Abuelita to watch you. Abuelita. We'll be five minutes down the road on Fifth Ave. <laughs> there you go. Got to make sure you take that time together, build a relationship, you have keep to things strong. Date still. Yeah. Uh, the next one is do things that make you happy, individuals. Do things that make you happy, individuals. So I know watching The Office makes Amanda a happy individual. It really does. And that's why we watch it at least 30 hours a week. Every day. <laughs> so, you know, it's doing the small mindless like that. comfort. Yep. It's just that 
safe. It's my security blanket. Wind down, yes. Thanks, babe. That was number seven. Number eight, work together through the challenging days or seasons. Be a resilient team. And I think we're definitely going to get tested with that by having a child. I know everything gets harder. Especially in another in relationship. country. Yeah. But I don't think it'll get, you know, too hard. I think our communication skills are good. I think our understanding of both pulling equal weight. Yeah. N- neither of us are lazy in the relationship. Yeah. So. And we both like the same things like we like a clean place you know we like certain things that oh god that makes it so much easier i'm so thankful for that like make us very we're we're the same in so many things like our expectations of a lot of things and that makes it a lot easier yeah people always like opposites track the fuck they do out of here (laughs) (laughs) my husband loves church and hates cleaning (laughs) and my wife Hates cleaning. Oh, wait. Loves cleaning and hates church. You're like, well, there's going to be some problems there. Maybe that's one of the reasons why we don't argue that much. A lot Mm -hmm. of things we fuck with are same, same. Mm -hmm. So last one, number nine. Do not avoid conflict. Learn to fight smarter. Not really sure what that means. Don't avoid avoid conflict. Learn to fight smarter. Wouldn't it be... Don't avoid conflict. Learn to communicate. communicate better. Learn to be like voice your concerns before it gets to an argument. Yeah, I don't learn to fight smarter. <laughs> learn how to outwit your dumb fucking spouse. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. Call man. her a dumb bitch. Yeah. Yes. So. Nice. Those are nine rules for a happy marriage that lasts. Until next time, folks. I fuck with those. Good job, babe. Episode eight. Appreciate you guys listening in. Like we said, don't forget, rate, subscribe. We're going to start to get, well, I'm going to start to get real factual Yeah, here we're going to start giving in a lot more information. Granted, it'll always be us rambling about shit we don't know and stuff about our lives, but... We'll definitely be bringing in a lot more parenting shit to give you guys some real information. And once this goes live and people are able to communicate with us and contact us and everything, we'll have a lot more insight from listeners like yourself. And yeah, this will start getting real fun. We got 33 weeks to go until this baby comes. Try, try. (laughs) My favorite number. All right, guys. Well, this has been the Trying to Parent podcast, episode number eight. We up out of here. Dead ass. Peace. Peace.